0: Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. Annex Wealth Management is a proud member of the Barron's Top Advisor List and the Financial Times Top 300. Know the difference. It's Team Tech Trust. Good morning, Southwest
1: Florida. Here we go. Annex Wealth Management Show is on the air. Again, our website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Good show today. Does your advisor do this? We'll talk a little bit about that. Exacting detail with your accounts. Ask Annex is on the way. We'll check in with Brian Fiore, Branch Director at Annex Wealth. Management in Naples. Six signs you're ready to retire. That's good stuff. And update you on some upcoming webinars. My name is Danny Clayton saying good morning to Mark Beck, Director of Wealth Management Services. Good to have you back. Hey, Thanks. good to be here, Danny. And uh, Dave Spano, President and CEO of Annex Wealth Management.
2: Yes, sir. Thanks for having us. And, you know, there's a lot of things that have been happening uh, over the last couple of weeks. And, of course, we saw a lot of green with the S&P 500 tagging the 3,500 number, which has been one phenomenal run since March. Uh, since March 23rd, the last 100 and some days. But, you know, there's a lot of things that have gone into that. And this week alone, there we had a virtual speech out of Jackson Hole. And by the way, have you ever been to Jackson Hole?
3: I have been. It's one of the most beautiful places on earth.
2: Yeah. And so, you know, the economists from all over the world generally go there. And, of course, Fed chairman was there, and he, he made a speech. And one of those speeches was talking about the Fed's view going forward. It was an important piece of this bull. So, yeah, a bit of a change
3: in tone on inflation policy going forward. They've targeted 2%, and they've said inflation at 2% is kind of their threshold, which for a lot of people was sort of like a ceiling, we felt at that point. And they changed the tone to talk about targeting an average inflation rate. And Well, if you think about averages, you know, if we go for, say, a year and a half where you're below 2%, you could easily have to be then a year and a half where you're above 2% to get to that average, and I think that's the way the market's kind of reading that.
2: And so the mandate is now going to be symmetric, and so that as long as it was under 2%, they're going to try to get it over 2%, and it could be a long time. As we know, the Fed has done yeoman's work trying to increase inflation, and I know that sounds funny for those of us who were around in 1979 and 1980, but they're trying to create inflation because default inflation is harmful. On a second note, is while as that has been doing great, 97% of companies have reported and 85% of those have beat their estimates, and so it was a great earnings season.
3: Yeah, a great earnings season, I mean, beating estimates, but I always caution in that tone because it sounds like they had good earnings, and they're beating estimates, but those estimates for were for dramatically reduced earnings. So better than their forecasting, um, and that's on the positive side, and certainly we did see revenue that was above target as well, so there's a tinge of good in there, but there's also so a tinge of caution, I think.
2: And the caution can come from lots of places, and one of them could be a stretched market. Of course, Apple now represents 7% of the S&P weighting, which is just as big a as weighting as I can ever recall. And the price of over $500 is really stunning. And so we take a look at, it, at that as are we stretched. That's the number one concern. And number two is that continuing claims uh, are still out there. And you can see that not only continuing claims for unemployment and unemployment numbers are remaining high, in the double digits. But so we could see a K-type. I mean, we've talked about a U. We've talked about a V. And now we're talking about a K-type recovery. And what does that look like? Some industries are going up, right, and doing very well, and some are not.
3: Yeah, it's kind of hard to visualize that. But you're right. It's sort of a bifurcation of direction of recovery here. And I think it's clear that it's actually happening. If you look at the haves in the market, those that have done a good job, have increased their revenues, you know, those are the primarily tech companies, right? The Fang stocks. Microsoft, Um, All those folks that kind of benefited from a shift in employer and employee and a consumer mindset. Uh, But other industries are, you know, just really, really suffering. And unemployment is dramatically higher than I think, you know, anybody expected it to be. And and we're going to see more and more of that. There were a couple of big announcements this past week, primarily in that hospitality industry. You know, it's a good metric for how the consumer is doing. You know, if we're not going to return to travel and you're not going to return to normal consumerism, that's going to play itself out for a long period of time.
2: So, for example, airlines in casinos clearly are suffering. And so, therefore, even you and I talked off air about some of those people who furloughed may turn into unemployed and may lose their jobs altogether.
1: It's Dave Spano, President, CEO Annex Wealth Management, Mark Becker, Director of Wealth Management Services. The guys will stick around on the show uh, still to come. Does your advisor do that? We'll do that next. Uh, six signs you're ready to retire, and we will wrap up the show. just want to tell you real quick, our next webinar that's coming up, and it's September, and here we are a week away from the Labor Day weekend, but Wednesday, September 9th at 4 o'clock. It's called the Annuity Enigma, easily one of our most popular webinars ever. Many people have annuities in their portfolios. We analyze a ton of them. You'll learn a whole lot more details at AnnexWealth.com Look for the events tab. We'll be back The Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Cut through the clutter with Axiom the weekly newsletter from Annex Wealth Management. Subscribe today for seven insights built and delivered to you every Sunday. It'll
0: help you navigate the markets and the things that affect your money The Axiom. Sign up at AnnexWealth.com Custom tailored investment and retirement planning from a fee-only fiduciary. Know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Know the difference.
1: It's Team Tech Trust. Annex Wealth Management provides comprehensive investment and retirement planning tailored to our clients' needs. It's a role we take very seriously at Annex because there's so much at stake, details matter. We're going to talk about those details and how Annex, make sure we cross T's, dot I's. Joining me, several members of the Annex team, let's welcome back Brandon Lehman, CFP and Branch Director at Annex Wealth Management. Hey, Brandon. Danny, how are you? Good, thanks. And joining us, da-da, for the very first time, Angela Wingo, Client Service Manager, Annex Wealth Management. Hello, Angela. Hi. Welcome to the show. And Angela, we're going to start with you. Uh, Here's the scenario. A brand new client has joined Annex Wealth Management with the usual assortment of accounts, Right. Maybe a couple IRAs, an investment account, some stock, a 401k. I'm sure it's everything that you've seen before. How do we get our arms around all that and put it into the right place?
4: So the first thing we like to have is for the client to provide us with all of their statements so we can know exactly what type of accounts that they have. Because the client may think they have a traditional IRA, but they could have an inherited IRA. So for us, we need to know exactly what the client has. So if we have that information up front, it makes the process go smoothly
1: statements first and, and if you had cases where somebody says I, I didn't know this was an inherited IRA I
4: did just have one recently
1: right and they've got and they have to be treated specially they're different correct right okay so that's that's a step and you kind of gather that all together is it inputting data is it all that stuff
4: it is yes yeah. so once we get all the information from the statements then I can generate the paperwork that is needed to move those accounts on to annex.
1: Do do you have a sense of things that maybe might be missing that, that, you know, we ask for it, but maybe it doesn't all come in. It's like, could you look a little bit more and find X, Y, and Z?
4: We do, yeah. Sometimes the clients aren't really sure what they need to provide to us. So then, you know, it's a second conversation with the client saying, hey, we need to get these statements. If they don't really know what to do, we can contact the previous custodian with the client to get that information.
1: Oh, we're gonna get to that. Uh, Brandon, I'm sure you're gonna agree client service managers are key to making sure that paperwork is buttoned up. I think they're the oil in our machine.
5: They are, truly. Without the client service managers, uh, behind the scenes making sure everything runs smoothly, let's be honest, I don't think it would run as smooth. They, They really make everything from the operation standpoint, from taking care of the clients, so seamless here at Annex, and are really the key to a lot of our success.
1: Angela, our client service managers have this amazing ability. I don't know how you do it, to speak the language of our various partners. I mean, you got Voya on the line. You know the right questions for that system. The Same thing with TD Ameritrade or, or Vanguard or Schwab or Fidelity, all of them. And that's hard for the average client. At least it is for me, and I'm really glad client service managers like you are doing that.
4: Yeah, it could be tough for a client, but since I've been in the finance industry and with Annex you know we talk to the custodians all the time so we know the information that they're looking for so we know the language
1: Brandon our our goal is a phenomenal client experience and it starts with that portfolio analysis where the financial planning team they review everything they offer analysis recommendation you're also involved with the client at every step but when they make the choice to work with Annex Wealth Management our client service team is heavily involved and you work closely with somebody like Angela in particular on this to make sure that that's accomplished
5: Correct. Without Angela and without the amazing team of client service managers we have here, our lives would be so much more difficult. They are able to see things and catch things that we sometimes miss. And and there was a a previous um, experience that we just ran into with an individual where accounts weren't actually titled properly. And one of our client service managers had kind of gone through it, started looking at their existing accounts, tried to make the right transfers, caught all of this beforehand, was able to go back to the new client and say, we need to fix all this. And the client wasn't even aware of all the different titling issues associated with the different accounts. The client service manager went back, fixed all of it, and was able to make this a smooth transition for the client and do all the work
1: so the client never had to worry about it. It's almost forensic.
5: It is. The amount of detail and the amount of work that they put into it, the, the great links that they go to to make sure that the client is taken care of and the accounts are in the right spot is absolutely amazing.
1: We say team tech trust, and I like hearing stories about clients who initially have us work with maybe a portion of their portfolio, but then based on the service that we provide, they move more to their annex account. And I think that's a real testament.
3: It is.
5: You know, we, we you get that a lot where somebody says, I want to test the waters with X, Y, or Z. But as they see kind of the approach we take, the different levels, and the different skill sets and the teams, frankly, at Annex that we have from the tax to the investment to the financial planning team. These folks can come in and add so much value that the client goes, wow, you know, if I just have it all here, I don't have to worry about it anymore. It's in the hands of some great experts and great group of individuals and all these teams that can really take care of me from every aspect, not just the investment side.
1: Yeah, I've talked about this before, but getting it under one roof and especially the fact that Like you said, our tax team, our state planning team, you don't have to call out. You don't have to say to the client, well, you better check with your tax guy on that. We do
5: that. Correct. I think that's a statement. You know, there's two things I say to every individual that I meet with here, uh, especially new individuals coming in, new families. And it's, look, you don't have to go outside and look for somebody. We can be the quarterback of this situation and help guide you down that path. We have the expertise here. And the second thing that I've, I've said is you will not look at Annex and say, I have a guy or a person, but rather you have a team and it is a team of experts and individuals in all of their key areas to step up and help you out.
1: That's fantastic. Angela Wingle, Client Service Manager, Annex Wealth Management, first time on the show. Nice job. Please come back sometime.
4: Thanks for having me.
1: Brandon Layman, CFP and a Branch Director at Annex Wealth Management. Thank you for sharing. Danny, always good to see you. Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Brian Fiore, Branch Director, Annex Wealth Management, Naples. And we're going to go through a fun checklist. It's called Six Signs It's Time to Retire. Number one, Brian, you are financially
0: prepared.
6: So, yeah, you should uh, have a handle on what you're going to be spending in retirement. And to make sure your income is obviously going to cover all the things that you're going to be spending money on in retirement. Most people, I think, can do that. Usually there's individuals where are questionable. And so the easiest answer is just if you are able and willing is to work a little bit longer. That's the single easiest way to maybe provide a little more income while you're in retirement or partial retirement.
1: Number two, you have eliminated
6: debt. Outstanding debt is things that we use through our life, but it makes it difficult to retire because you're paying for the past as well as the future. So having low or no debt allows you to use your savings and retirement income for your current expenses. So have as little as possible or none, whatever your income can meet easily.
1: Number three sign you are ready to retire, you have a plan to cope with emergencies.
6: Yeah, when things go down in your investments, if you have a plan and you can cope with this, no panic and the income's in your plan to to do what you need to do, this is the type of thing we're talking about. Out here in number three.
1: Number four is you have health insurance.
6: So most of us going through life have group health insurance via work. Well, when you retire, that ends. So those who retire need a plan for that. If you retire before day 65, you're going to have to pay out of pocket till Medicare. You know, what is your plan
1: if that's the case? Number five, you got a social network.
6: So if you've been working for 30 or 40 years, the whole social side of going to work is going to end. So you need to make sure you think about that and what can you do for yourself?
1: And our final one is you have something else to do.
6: Right, you're not spending your time working. What shall you be doing at... Most people still want to be productive or do something positive in society. Hopefully you've uh, come up with some ideas where you can definitely do that going forward.
1: If we can help you get closer to any of these six steps, it's easy. Head to AnnexWealth.com, click that Get Started button. Brian Fiore, Branch Director, Annex Wealth Management, thanks for your time today. Thank you, Danny. Up next, we dip in the mailbag with Ask Annex. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News.
3: We keep hearing unprecedented during this pandemic. From a financial perspective, we've seen a lot of this before, market plunges global pandemics, high unemployment, everyone has an opinion. And frankly, it's hard to know who to trust. You need a steady, independent voice. Annex Wealth Management has decades of experience helping clients navigate. You don't need a sales pitch. You need an assessment of where you are, where you're headed, and how we can help annexwealth.com if not now when know the difference annex wealth management
0: planning and investment insight from a fee-only fiduciary and we put that in writing this is the annex wealth management show we're back it is time for ask annex as always
1: we're wide open at annexwealth.com look for the ask button our first one today is from harold What do you make of the new spate of stock splits? Wow, I like the vocabulary of our
2: listeners. Yeah, excellent. Spate. spate. Great question, Harold. And, of course, he's most notably talking about Tesla and Apple, Derek.
7: Well, right. Tesla is now above $2,000. It's going to split towards the end of the month. Apple, approaching $500, also going to split. And while that really shouldn't make a difference to an institutional investor who's got a lot of capital with which to invest, most advisors would tell you that it does make a difference to the average individual investor because basically they feel that they can it's just too expensive and they can afford more. And ironically, even though there's no financial justification for it, stocks that split do tend to outperform the broader market by almost 4% in the 60 days following the change. So. Uh, you know, I view this as a sign of a market that's had a very big run, and these stock splits are reflective of the fact that it has.
2: And, of course, you have to think about the new Robinhood traders who are looking at this stuff and saying, I can now, you know, I don't have to spend $2,000 for one share of stock, and they, they can then diversify their portfolio. So we can see why that's happening, but as Derek points out, it is not an economic reason for it, it is more of an emotional reason.
0: Okay.
1: Next up is from Jimmy. Have you considered any changes to your recommended asset allocation given the current environment?
7: Well, the one thing we did most recently as an investment committee is, you know, we're looking at the dollar and what our feelings were concerning its, its future. And we feel that, you know, the structural underpinnings for the dollar have become a little bit more negative given all of the spending that's coming from Washington and, and the accommodative nature by the Federal Reserve. And so as a result, when you have a weaker dollar, there are certain sectors that you wanna be involved with, like companies that are involved in commodities, you wanna be in growth stocks, clearly tech being that and you also want companies with high foreign sales. So what we decided to do is add a little bit of exposure to emerging markets with A, benefit from a depreciating dollar because these funds are denominated in local currency and B, they have some exposure to commodities.
1: It's Ask Annex, got a question for us, head to our website, AnnexWealth.com, look for that ask button if you wanna look into how we can help you, guide you through what's going on now and into the future. Just click that Get Started button. This one's from Jeff, and it came in during last week's show. Could you comment on gold? Why not put cash hold money in gold?
7: Well, as I mentioned earlier, Warren Buffett um, recently initiated a position in Barrick Gold, which is one of the larger gold miners uh, in the world. Um, there are others, and there are some very high-quality companies in that sector. I mean, if I were to invest in gold, I think I'd follow Warren Buffett and buy a company that not only can benefit from the upward price trajectory of gold and have its effect on profits, but also pays a dividend as well. So I view that as a more efficient way to do it.
1: Dave, does gold price fluctuate more? Would that give somebody a little discomfort versus just cash?
2: Well, it, it is right now. It's had It ran up to around $2,000 an ounce. It's starting to retrace a little bit. But again, you have to pay attention to the U.S. dollar.
1: Okay. SaskAnnex, next one via text.
2: Can the FANG momentum continue? I'm sure everyone knows what Fang is. In fact, if you look at it, it's, uh, it's really not Fang anymore. It's FAN because <laughs> it's Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google. Of course, Google is now alphabet. But it's a great question because the momentum, for sure, has gone to the mega-cap tech companies, Derek.
7: It has, and all of these companies really have very strong fundamentals, uh, great growth during a period when growth has been sluggish, which is one of the reasons why investors are willing to pay premium multiples. Uh, so when I think about FANG momentum, I think about the business and I think about the stock price, and they don't necessarily go the same direction. I remember any number of companies at the tech peak in 2000 that continued to do great on a fundamental basis, but the stocks languished because they got way ahead of themselves from a valuation standpoint. So I really think you need to you know, figure out what your price target is two, three years out, what the earnings are likely to be, and see whether it's a reasonable price to pay currently.
1: It's Ask Annex, got one for us. Uh, head to Annexwealth.com. click that Ask Annex button. Final one is from Tom. Are casino stocks to a point worth considering? And I'm going to assume by his question that they've been beaten up pretty good.
7: You know, we do own one casino stock in our equity income strategy, but it has a lot of exposure over in China, particularly in Macau, and with Macau reopening, we feel that's an attractive investment. I'm not going to name the company specifically. But generally speaking, the casino names in the, in the U.S. have been part of the epicenter. It's very hard to open casinos, I mean, public gatherings and the like. Uh, their margins are certainly going to be impaired. So I think you don't want to think about casino stocks unless you, unless you feel reasonably sure that a vaccine is around the corner. Because once a vaccine occurs, there could be a great rotation, and casino stocks would certainly benefit from that.
1: Good stuff. That's Derek Felsky, Chief Investment Officer, Annex Wealth Management. Dave Spano, President, CEO, Annex Wealth Management, hanging out for the rest of the show. Got a question for us? Head to our website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Ask button. If you want to get going on that free portfolio analysis, please do that. It is easy. Just click the Get Started button know the difference we always say it team tech trust it's one team investment retirement planning tax planning estate planning one plan that's yours and one fee as a fee only fiduciary
2: i'm dave spano from annex wealth management throughout the pandemic we've stayed in the fight and have consistently said don't let your emotions guide your financial plan i know seeing your retirement plan come under attack is hard to take Now is the time to start a conversation with Annex Wealth Management for fee-only fiduciary guidance. We can help and we are ready. AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. The time is now. Be ready for what's next. I'm Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. Let's talk soon. Cut through the clutter
1: with Axiom, the weekly newsletter from Annex Wealth Management. Subscribe today for seven insights built and delivered to you every Sunday. It'll help you navigate the markets and the things that affect your money. The Axiom. Sign up at
0: AnnexWealth.com. Planning and investment insight from a fee-only fiduciary, and we put that in writing. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. We're back. Annex Wealth
1: Management Show, 92.5 Fox News for Sunday, August 30th. I'm Danny Clayton. Mark Beck is here, Director of Wealth Management Services, Annex Wealth Management, and Dave Spano, President and CEO of Annex Wealth Management.
2: Danny, you know, there's a lot going on in the world, and one of the things that's been happening this past week is TikTok has been making a lot of noise, and of course, uh, you can explain TikTok better than I.
1: Well, I was going to throw that back. You are the father of a teenage girl. You should be able to do that. But however, it's a social media app, primarily videos people doing silly stuff, kids dancing, things like that, and all of a sudden, it is, it's is—it's a big deal for a couple of reasons, right, Dave? Number one is, who owns it? Number two is, who wants it?
2: And so you put all this together, and really what we're seeing right now is the fact that the Chinese were being accused of stealing some of that data, and so they wanted to divest of that company, and the companies that have been stepping up is really kind of a weird uh, relationship, and so we saw Walmart and Microsoft putting a bid together this week, and so we'll have to see what happens out of that. Uh, and Oracle's even in there too, right? And Oracle would be another bidder yeah. as well. I'd love to see how the Microsoft-Walmart
3: deal came about and how they are going to leverage that. You know, is it a big marketing tool for Walmart? Not but really you
2: sure. but you know, and you know, because of our interest in Walmart, is that they have a great e-commerce company. In fact, they're second to Amazon in that space. Yeah,
3: absolutely. So if they were able to actually accomplish a partnership with TikTok and turn that into a marketing engine, that could really drive their e-commerce business.
2: And then from 30,000 feet, Danny, there is some risks that do remain in this market. And one of them is, as we highlighted earlier in the show, is are we stretched? As company? Are companies stretched in their valuations? right now. Number two would be sentiment, and sentiment meaning that as you go into an election, you have a pandemic, we don't know how we're going to have a reopening plan. What does that look like? And third is seasonality. What I mean by that, after the reporting season of companies ends, there usually begins this volatility period particularly before a presidential election. However, there was a game changer that came out this week, and Abbott Labs has that $5 test, and there's tens of millions coming out of that that will be a game changer. Companies to reopen, schools to reopen, so we're gonna pay very close attention to that, not even to mention that there's a lot of companies that have vaccines in play. We'll see if that gets done before the election. I think that'll be an interesting development. I think, you know,
3: watching the tone around
2: the vaccine and the testing is going to really drive
3: some of that sentiment that you were talking about. And you might start to see that be a driver of volatility, sort of an ebb and a flow. There's good news about vaccine. Everybody's happy. There's bad news that it's going to be prolonged. It's not there yet, and people are going to be more concerned. and, uh, And people will react to that.
2: You know, and the one thing you did highlight earlier in the show as well Mark was the fact that employment uh, might be at risk and the fact that we're going to see double digit employment how long that lasts we don't know but generally it takes about two years for that to recover which would put us out into 2022 so we are definitely have to watch that. There are risks in front of us there are certainly opportunities in front of us. If there is a pullback there's certainly still things that we would suggest that you would buy in any pullback but how would people know how to move forward from here
3: well you know what you want to do at this point is you want to make sure that you're getting a really good assessment of your overall investment portfolio that you take the time to look at the asset allocation you take the time to look at the level of risk involved in the in your portfolio certainly quality of investments costs you need to look at all of those things and then think in terms of
1: how does my portfolio align with my personal goals and my personal tolerance for risk Mark Beck, Director of Wealth Management Services, Annex Wealth Management. Dave Spano, President and CEO Annex Wealth Management. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Appreciate Danny. you joining Danny. us. Nuity Enigma happens Wednesday, September 9th at 4 o'clock. You can sign up for free. AnnexWealth.com. Look for the Events tab. If we can help you out with that free portfolio analysis, the website AnnexWealth.com. Click in that Get Started button. In the meantime, remember, Annex Wealth Management is a Barron's Top Advisor, a four-time member of the Financial Times Top 300, and a fee-only fiduciary partner. Have a great one. We'll see you in a week. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox
0: News. The Annex Wealth Management Show is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation.